Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us back on Jokup, a podcast about Agile. Live. And monkeys. Um, hey, Jakob. Yeah? I'm pretty excited about today because I think today we have someone on that's farther away than anybody else that we've ever interviewed before. That's true. Yeah, we've got Mike from Mike Burroughs from UK. And I'm super excited wow. to say that uh, we have Mike with us today because Mike is one of my Agile heroes. Uh, firstly, Mike's work influenced my understanding of, of Kanban. And last year, actually, I discovered Mike's work in the space of transformation. Um, his book and approach called Agenda Shift got me super excited about more engaging ways to help companies look at uh, the objectives and what they want to achieve. Yeah, welcome, Mike. Welcome. Hi, great to be here. <laughs> what time is it in, in UK now? It is now 6.45. So, yeah, still quite early for a Saturday. But so oh, it's 6.45 right. in the morning. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an early bird, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, really good, actually. I mean, it's, it's lockdown time, obviously. Um, so strange times, but I've been working hard, um, putting all my stuff online, um, doing uh, you know tons of stuff uh, uh, on Zoom. You know, not ju- I mean not just meetings, uh, even um, you know paid workshops and stuff like mm. that, and um, iterating very rap- rapidly on all that, and, and putting the whole portfolio online. And it's been uh, it's been um, it's been been interesting. Very, it's I say interesting in a, in a good way. You, you kind of uh, every time you do something in the new medium, you learn something more about it. And I, you know, I've known this for years. You know, um, moving between you know, um, for example, blogging and uh, writing books, tweeting, even you know, you 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 learn to, to to test things out in different mediums, and and things come across differently, and you learn things. And and it's the same when you're actually interacting with people. Um, Interacting in a workshop's a different thing from interacting in a one-to-one with somebody, and do either of those things online, then it changes again, and um, you have to work a bit harder to make it work to start with, and then you find some new tools, new ways of doing things that actually work for people, and that's an interesting process. And you learn about yourself and about your tools. I mean, I mean, by the tools, I mean I'm talking agenda shift now rather yeah. than the technology. But you you, you learn um, you learn more about how these things work as you try them in different ways through different media. So um, it's, yeah, very interesting. Nice. So, so your workshop now, because probably a lot of people know you from your Kanban work. Uh, are these workshops about Kanban or more about your recent work? Um, I've, uh, I, I still have a, a very, um, you know, I'm still very positive about Kanban, but Kanban is only a small part of what I do now. Right. Um, I kind of moved to the, perhaps you could say upstream from there. Um, you know, before you decide, you know, whether you want to do Scrum or Kanban or Scrum and Kanban or something else or some other combination, I mean, there's a whole whole conversation about frameworks there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important that you actually understand the the problem space, the solution space, the need space, you know, all, all that stuff. Um, it doesn't take a long time, but, uh, you know, if, a, a little bit of time spent exploring all of that and working out what it is you want to do. Um, understanding what um, what you're all trying to achieve, uh, shared sense of purpose, some clear objectives, clear measures of success, uh, some experiments that you'd like to run, um, you know, an, an agenda for change, uh, you could say. All that stuff needs to happen. And um, I think the Agile community remain guilty of 
following what was actually a very 1990s <laughs> model of, of, of change. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let's choose a solution. Let's roll it out. Oh, True. people don't like it. We'll have to overcome resistance to change. Oops, what's that all about? And um, it's a bit embarrassing that the agile community is suffering from those same dysfunctions that are now 20 or 30 years old. Um, we know the track record of change, change initiatives is, is really poor. And we need to find better ways of doing things. And agenda shift is one of those uh, one of those better ways. I and mean, it's not it's not the only one. And it actually works with actually works with others. Uh, but that's what I've been doing for the last few years, and it's been very exciting. So you mentioned a few different books uh, came in from the inside uh, agenda shift. Um, can you give me kind of a timeline of uh, how those how those got released? Uh, yeah. So um, Kanban from the inside. Um, which uh, I think I can describe as a classic now That's from, from, from Wikipedia. Um, so that was that. That was uh, 2014. Uh, so uh, New Year's 2013, I published a blog post introducing Kanban through its values, uh, which even today is still you know one of the most one of my most popular blog posts. I mean, it's still read today. Um, so it'll probably over the life <laughs> of my blog will, will be far and away the most popular <laughs> blog post I've, I've ever written. Um, so I. I, I originated the values model for Kanban. Uh, the, the book is organized around that. The first nine chapters around the values, transparency, balance, collaboration, and so on. Um, then stuff connecting Kanban to other models, which you know, already you're showing a pluralist uh, streak in me that, 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 that's, that that's become ever stronger. And then um, part three is about uh, how yes, you actually right. introduce Kanban. And it's actually the introdu- how you introduce things, how you do change, how you do transformation is really where I've been devoting my time since. Um, so the Agenda Shift book came out on uh, uh, Lean Pub first in 2017 and then uh, published on, um, you know, as a, as a print book and Kindle and everything else. You could buy it on Amazon, um, 2018. Um, so the full title of that is Agenda Shift, um, Outcome-Oriented Change gotcha. and Continuous Transformation. Um, and I've gone all in. All in outcomes. on outcomes, I like that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm all in on outcomes. I, I tell people, um, you know, um, I'm 55 and the rest of my career is devoted that is to amazing. outcomes. How cool is that? Um, so, um, yeah, so the agenda shift book was outcomes in the context of change and transformation and how you have those conversations that you need to have before you do any kind of serious change, any kind of strategic level change. And certainly something of the impact of an agile transformation, you know, uh, you know, you, you can't just pick a framework and roll it out. That's just that's just horrible. And you know, um, you know and and you, and you connect that with the uh, you know the extremely poor track record of change initiatives. You, it's not surprising that um, you know that's going to that's going to be problematic. So there are some there are some things that need to happen beforehand. There are some conversations you need to have, um, objectives that you need to agree on, and and all the rest of it. Um, what I do with right to left, so that was 2019. Um, you could say it's a companion to agenda shift, but it's written to a much broader audience. So it's describing, um, mm-hmm. it's not an unambitious, it's describing the whole wow. lean, lean agile landscape uh, in terms of outcomes. Um, so um, describe lean, as it's very easy to describe lean in terms of outcomes. You know, principle number one is start with value in the eyes of the customer and, and work backwards from there. And what if you kind of always work backwards from there in agile as well? And it puts a very different spin on 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 the frameworks uh, on Scrum in particular. Um, you know, rather than thinking of Scrum as a process of plowing through a backlog of requirements and and almost inevitably producing mm. something mediocre, 
you know, from the beginning, try to understand uh, understand Scrum properly as an iterative process, you know, one where we pro progress goal by goal in pursuit of our overall objectives. And I honestly think we need to turn not just Scrum around, but Agile around, you know, for as long as Agile becomes about plowing through backlogs, it's going to be a disappointing experience for people and the results mm. that it delivers are going to be disappointing as well. Um, so absolutely need to refocus on lean and agile. And I think lean, agile is actually doing itself harm in the way that it explains itself in the, in, um, you know, in, in, in a bid to sound easy, understandable, palatable to, uh, to people that understand projects. We're actually failing mm. to understand why agile is different. Um, and we're failing properly to describe what iteration is all about. You know, it's not just about a, an iteration isn't a chunk of backlog. <laughs> an iteration is a movement in the in the direction right. of our objectives. And yeah, you know, it's so. It almost it's, sounds like you're going back to fundamentals. Like, uh, I mean, like it, it, it's progressive. Like the, the idea is extremely progressive these days. Because I'm I'm just sitting here completely just nodding, going, "Yep, I I see the need for that. I totally see that." Uh, but at the same time, it's almost like trying to go back to the beginning of where the people who started all this probably had to start go from because they had frameworks back then. They had all of the answers back then. And then they're like, actually, let's just go back and focus on a few small things and then just build stuff around those rather than. Um, so it's actually yeah. in some ways going back to basics. Yes. But I think with 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 some learned lessons, it does. It, it does. It does go back to basics, um, but it, but that doesn't make it a heavy textbook. I, I just um, I have a particular perspective, you know, a perspective where mm. we start from outcomes and work backwards, and that's what uh, that's where the title right to left comes from, and I use that consistently right through the book, um, and it doesn't make things more complicated. It's just a different perspective. I mean, there's an overused phrase that I don't use in the book because mm, it's right. overused, and that is paradigm shift. But we really do need fundamentally to look at and see Agile as something different from previous models of, of, of delivery. And um, so I make a point of not describing Agile in, the, in project management terms, in the terms of the previous century. Um, that's, not to, that's not to dismiss project management, but I just don't think it's the right way to oh, explain like what that. Agile is all about. Uh, I, think, so, I, think, um, I think you just used yeah. one of uh, Joe's so favorite words, yeah. delivery, <laughs> delivery. <laughs> Deliver oh, I? Oh, I, I love delivery. Okay. <laughs> ah, right. oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, I was a. Um, some people don't like the word, um, but I was a delivery manager on two of the government digital services um, in the UK, and government digital was um, just a privilege to have worked on a two six month uh, stints um, as delivery manager on two different services, and I, I I'm just full of respect for um, for government mm. digital services GDS in the UK. It was a wonderful experience, and it's had a big impact on the book. I've got to say, so <laughs> I I don't mind the word delivery at all. Uh, I'd much rather be described as a delivery manager than a scrum master. <laughs> I won't be described as a scrum master, but um, a, a delivery manager, oh, I'm good. quite comfortable. Fellow delivery person, I like it. Um, there's a, there's a lot of reasons for uh, writing a, a book, um, particularly when, um, th as this one seems to uh, come from a place of passion, like uh, you, you have a voice, you have a you have a direction that you're trying to communicate. Um, in the past, with agile books, some people um, address the community, so they're they're trying to uh, talk about something that we all know in a way that helps bring us together, um, or and address some maybe some a flaw yeah. in 
well-meaning people trying to work together to progress something and other people um, are really just focused on the direct problems around them and some people are in between where do you see your inspiration coming yes. from uh, that's, that's a really nice way of putting it i mean in all three cases i wrote a book <laughs> that no one else would have written i think you know so kanban, kanban from the point of values um a ch change of transformation from the perspective of, of outcomes and then the same for um for lean agile you know the whole the whole delivery and development uh, de development thing and looking you know not just at team level process but you know organizational issues strategy um a whole other topic we could we could we could get into um i wrote the first two the first two books um are that you know the audience is mainly practitioners you know let's be honest um it does get written, written by people read by people that aren't you know coaches and consultants but um the yes. majority will be practitioners there was a very deliberate um effort with a right to left to write a a book that the mainstream audience would would be able to uh not just read and understand but enjoy as well you know i've really worked hard on getting the right mm. um the that's right awesome tone there um, but there's a but there is a message there for the practitioners as well. Like I said, you know, I actually think we've been explaining agile wrong, and uh, I I think there needs to be far more focus on outcomes, uh, a bit less emphasis on on frameworks, um, and uh, there's there's organisational outcomes, there's customer outcomes, there's the outcomes for the people who are actually doing the work and so on. And all that stuff needs to be addressed properly, but it's not hard. And I, you know, in a, in a, it's not a thick book, and it's an accessible book, and just, uh, it's just you just got to start from a slightly different place and look at things in a slightly different way. And that's a book that no, I don't <laughs> think anyone else was going to write, so I wrote it, and I was very, very, very. I, I enjoy writing, but I was very much in all three mm. cases. I was very. Well, I, I remember reading I both uh, Agenda Shift and Right to Left. It was like a page turner for me because it was just pulling me into it. I was want to read it a bit more, a bit more, and to explore it with you, Mike. So. Yeah, thank you for that. I think that's a that's a kind of a gift that you have. That's really nice to hear. I think with with um, agenda shift had a structure that was yeah. kind of given by the you know, by the workshops and the model and everything else. Right to left, I thought very hard about how to present this and how to start with mm. things that everybody would recognise and lead people on a journey where the philosophy is held to you know resolutely. Uh, but lead people all the way through, you know, the basics of Lean and Agile, through the frameworks, through things like scaling and stuff like that, through to much more organizational concerns, um, organization design, um, strategy, um, leadership, all those all those kind of things. So, um, yeah, the book, uh, I, I, a lot of thought went into the structure and then mm. yeah, a lot of love went <laughs> and, into it. And the observing edge. you on, um, <laughs> you know, on your Slack agenda, shift yeah. Slack and your, your blogs, it seems like you are um, looking at kind of second version of agenda shift what's this, what, what are some of the changes you've been observing or uh, new developments or new ideas that do you think that changed in the last three years uh yeah so the the um i mean the over, overall you know how we do agenda shift that's held up very well um but no doubt there's you know it, it would be a, it would be surprising yes. if we hadn't learned a few things in in, in three years um so there's there is some of that um, you know, new exercises, new tools. Um, Carl Scotland and Liz Keogh, for example, mm. came up with a fantastic mapping tool last year. Um, and we, we spent <laughs> most of last year trying to work out what to call it. <laughs> and uh, Carl and I, at least, are agreed on option relationship mapping now. Yes. Uh, it's kind of inspired by w Wardley mapping. 
um, with a bit of inspiration from uh, from Kenethan as well. Mm. But it's it's a mapping tool that works with outcomes um, a bit better than, uh, than than pure worldly mapping does. But um, the results look look very similar. Um, so it's cool things like that is one is one reason um but you know i, I couldn't i can't write a new edition of the book just because uh, you know a new tool's come out um it's actually more that um i was very excited in the time after i wrote, wrote the book to start connecting with some different people mm -hmm. in the organization development community and seeing such amazing synergy and seeing such correspondence between models and so on um i read um quite a, a thick book by multiple order or uh, authors, but the main authors were yes. um, Bush and Marshak, um, Dialogic Organisation Development. And um, it talks about diagnostic and dialogic organisation development. And I was thinking, well, because uh, Agenda Shift has an assessment tool, we, uh, <laughs> uh, Agenda Shift must be a diagnostic <laughs> approach to organisation development. And then I was reading also all this dialogic stuff and thinking, wow, oh, and, and I was like having a wow moment every, every few pages and thinking, well, this is exactly what we're doing. And you realise there's a whole philosophy, you know, the philosophy of uh, social construction, um, you know, uh, organisations being socially constructed and so on. That's, you know, we are trying to change the way that that um, people talk to each other in organisations, you know, and conversations around um, around outcomes uh, rather than around solutions. Um, so that's, um, you know, so that, that's changing the conversation. Um, I, we've not mentioned clean language yeah. yet, but you know, clean language is a very important part of agenda shift. You know, our, our coaching game 15 minute photo was you know, built on mm. clean language. Um, and it's a way we go from obstacles to outcomes. That's where the, the photo name stands for, from obstacles to outcomes. That's clean language. Um, and then uh, uh, Gervais Bush uh, published a short oh, book I haven't heard about that Generative one. Change. Uh, generative Oh, that's oh, it's a, a, a nice short book. Won't take you long to read, um, and it's written very much in the language mm -hmm. of organisation development. You could say in the jargon of organisation development, mm -hmm. in terms of how the models are presented. But when you look at the process, you can see that you know it's almost one to one with agenda shift. And um, so I have a chance to um, write a book that um, you know still uses language familiar to the Lean Agile community, still has Lean Agile sensibilities, those aren't going to go away, um, but also show that, you know, it's soundly based, um, you, know, you know, perhaps retrospectively, but, you know, we've made the appropriate connections um, to that, you know, huge body of knowledge in the organisation development space. And, and we're talking at quite up-to-date stuff. Um, dialogic organisation development's been there forever, but it's one of these things that only only recently has been recognised. It's it's actually the the it's kind yeah. of the magic that makes the diagnostic stuff work. You need to understand all this stuff about conversation and so on. Just having a an expert come in, make a diagnosis, um, recommend a, a a particular intervention, and so on. Um, that may that may not be wrong at one level, but it doesn't describe yeah. how and why the intervention was successful. And actually, most interventions are successful because the organisation itself was involved in the process. And people themselves actually yes. provided a lot of the solutions and so on. And the, and, and the role of the, um, the external consultant is just to help people see things in new ways. And seeing things in new ways is what I do. It's what most consultants do, actually. You know, I'm not um, you know, just puffing myself up here. Um, um, but you need to help help. Mm, help the like organization it. have a conversation with itself 
Um, and uh, that's what uh, agenda shift is. That's not, not my phrase, but uh, it's a great phrase, isn't it? Um, but that's what agenda shift does. And, uh, you know, we've got tools to, uh, to help um, organisations reflect on themselves, work out where they want to go, um, make the right connections between the pain they're feeling now, their longer term aspirations, the objectives that they're in the middle and mm. so on, and actually understand the relationships between all those things. And we're, so we're actually talking strategy here. Um, you can also see we're also talking OKR as well, you know, objectives and key results and so on. You know, all these things um, fit together incredibly well. Um, and, um, you know, in the time since Right to Left was published, um, for time since both books were published, you know, more and more, you know, we've been working on working on strategy, doing strategy workshops for, for our clients using the agenda shift tools um, and, um, you know, perhaps repositioning agenda shift a little bit as well. You know, you, you've got to see change and transformation as a, something of strategic consequence and the tools of strategy actually do need to be applied. <laughs> Uh, we have them, and we're making sure that people underst understand them nice. as, as such. So you have you have two um, workshops coming up that are scheduled during New Zealand time on the 14th and 15th of May. Is that right? Yep. Uh, yes, it's actually okay. two sessions of one workshop, um, uh, but it's it's two two lots of two hours. Um, learning the language of outcomes is the name of the workshop, and um, that basically is the <laughs> discovery and exploration bits, chapters one and two of the agenda shift book, if you like. Um, uh, and uh, so th that so that's two parts of the the overall core workshop that we've broken out into something uh, very digestible. Um, and since the summer last year, actually, oh, we've been amazing. doing it online as well. Uh, so we're already we're already quite quite well practiced about at doing these online. But you know, from iteration to iteration, basically from workshop to workshop, we're finding better ways of better ways of doing it. Last week was the first week where mm -hmm. I didn't share oh. a single PowerPoint slide. Was that a, was that a goal? Was that um, a was that was, a, uh, that, yeah, was nice. <laughs> that was a goal. Yes. Um, I, what I was finding, what is something I found with. Um, workshops i found every time i moved to or from mm. screen sharing in uh, zoom uh, it was a bit jarring and um so that was one problem i wanted to address and uh, i'd already addressed the idea you know, what do you do with people in breakout rooms you can't talk to to all the rooms at once in the way that you right. can when, when you're in a, in a whole room um so we've been using uh, workbooks in google docs um as as, as, as the thing to support mm -hmm. each um that's if we're not using a tool like Miro. Um, and uh, so more and more of the material has moved to Google Docs. I'm spending, uh, I've eliminated presenting slides now um, from, from that workshop that we do um, present the results of, we do the assessment. It sounds like it's an actual workshop, like um, where you're the, actually going to be participating, the, right? Yeah. It, well, it is a, it is a workshop. I, I actually, do, I don't like my, 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 my workshops being described as training. And it's not to say that uh, you don't learn something from them, but um, you might, it, the participants will spend more time um, right. talking to each other so than listening. To any list, um, <laughs> which, which, sure which I'm sure is better for everybody. Um, but the uh, but it's 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 working through those. You know the 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 learning comes through the structure. The learning comes through the different ways people are invited to you know either either answer a question or or, or actually more interestingly. Um, attack a particular challenge in a particular way. Oh, using that's amazing. The tools so you explain the concepts and um, then you have them play with the concepts well, the and actually co test them out. And... 
yeah, it's mm-hmm. more. It's actually more explaining than 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 playing. It's you know, it's you know, I'm thinking thinking about you know when you mm. do a client workshop, you it's, know, they don't necessarily mm. want to be lectured to. Um, they don't want to be taught all the models. Uh, they just want to be given some tools that yes. will help them solve their business problem. And the coolest thing about 15-minute photo is that um, mm. it's not me coaching them. It's them coaching each other. And uh, I, I just, <laughs> it's hard to convey just how cool that is. But when you see, you know, when you see people having conversations of mm. a kind they never had before and it being valuable both for that mm. and for the results that the conversation is producing, you know, there is something very special about that. Um, and you know we're so you know we've worked hard over the over the months to reproduce that experience online. It's a different experience online, but but um, that's fantastic. But still, but still who, who, and there are some ways in which online is actually better. I mean, capturing mm, cool. notes in Google Docs is extremely efficient, right. and uh, I I can actually see that happening. And everyone working at once as well. Uh, yeah. While, while, while yeah. Who so, um who should yeah. go so, to your yeah. um your session mid May? Um, so I'd say the um, the on the language of la- language of outcomes workshop is is, is aimed at practitioners. Um, it's you know coaches, consultants. Um, I do get um, you know manage, you know team leads, managers uh, coming coming to my workshops as well. Um, why I say practitioners, you know, it's it's not. It's not. It's not an experience that's going to solve all your organization problems for you. You know, you you need to get the right people in the room for that. So you know, it needs to be a private workshop so, for, for that. Um, but you experience. It's a way to experience how the tools work. And uh, some people will come for reasons of curiosity. Some will come for reasons of well, actually, this is this this is more tools to add to my um, tool bag as a as a coach or as or as a consultant. Um, you know, some people will become, you know, fully fledged agenda shift partners, but even those that don't, you know, will, will come away with some some new stuff that they can use and they will have found the experience thought provoking. Well, I think uh, my, my experience from worth the experience. just reading the agenda shift book is I think that the tool that I'm most often coming back is is the photo from from obstacles to outcomes. And I still use it, you know, in my one on one conversations when yes. I hear someone talking about what's not working for them. I just try to go, so what kind of X it is? And yes. then try, what would you like to have happen? And go from there and, and start to explore what outcome yes. they are yes. after instead of just fixating on, on the obstacle. Yes, yes. I mean, it's not yes. just more questions to use. You actually do need the discipline of being, you know, kind of the, of the, of the exercise to realize just how often we, without even realizing it, how we slip into ways of holding conversations where they become more about our opinions and our assumptions than they are about what the other person is, you know, thinking mm-hmm. or, uh, uh, you know, failing to understand or, or whatever it is. Um, and it's, 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 it's funny, you know, people are given a menu of just, you know, seven or eight questions to ask from. <laughs> and still they, you know, they go off and ask questions of their own and, uh, yeah, and um, we do it as a game. You know, there are some rules to follow. Sometimes the rules are frustrating, but the frustration is is, is interesting in itself. You know, yeah. and you realise the kind of questions that people wanted to ask, and realize, and then realising the the potential for you know harm or not so harm might be too strong a word, but the the opportunity missed 
by asking a leading question. And in fact, when, when you could have asked a question that could yes. have opened up whole avenues that you'd never even thought of. And so it, it, yeah, it's, it's very cool. You know, full credit here to the clean language community who've um, been very supportive, I've got to say. You know, I was this, 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 this guy who came from nowhere, uh, from the agile community. Um, and uh, did some did some stuff with their tools, but they've been, they've been very very supportive. I've got to know some of the leading figures in the clean community uh, quite well. Um, you know, still still talk to them. You know, bump, not just bump into them at, at, at mm. conferences, but you know, we you know we say, well, we should we, we should have a proper conversation about something, and and we do. And uh, and they some of them hang out in the agenda shift Slack. I hang out in some of their communities, and there's. It's, yes. it's, it's it's wonderful when sort of stuff filters across the porous boundaries between communities, but you you need the community boundaries for the you know the innovation to happen as well. You know, and um, you know these things don't happen by accident. You know, we we set we you know we set these these communities up for a particular purpose to work on particular things and make sure that we get a, you know a sufficiently diverse community of people together and respect the communities that they come from. And uh, that's how that's, mm. you know, that's the way that you can get innovation to happen nice. really quickly. Very nice. So, so the, mm -hmm. the mapping community is much the same. It's set up in a very similar way, and um, they're a you know a, a a peer community to ours. You know, I respect what they're doing. Awesome. And they respect what I'm doing, and and so on. Cool. Um, for for anyone who would like to learn a bit more or reach out to you or find your work, how can they do that? I'm pretty easy to find. So uh, agendashift.com, uh, you'll find uh, the uh, agenda shift there, all the stuff. Uh, you'll find links to the various communities. You'll find contact pages uh, via the partner directory. You can uh, you can find me and all the other, all the other partners. Uh, the events calendar is there. Um, descriptions of all the workshops. Mm. Um, most of that content is actually open source, um, and I'm actually in the process of putting even in a lot of that content on to, even onto GitHub so that uh, you know, it make it easier for uh, communities to contribute. Um, the resources like 15-minute photo, feature band, change band, all, um, all of the different uh, games and tools I've produced, they're, um, they're all open source, uh, Creative Commons. Um, and one of the best things I ever did, actually, you know, I've met so many people through things like Feature mm -hmm. Man and 15 Minute Photo. I, I found out I was in Boston last year and I met someone um, actually um, she's now lives in New oh, Zealand, well. but she was in Vietnam <laughs> doing a 15 minute photo. And I met her in Boston. You know, how, <laughs> how cool is that? <laughs> yes. That is that is the power of open source, you know, and um more people are using it as uh, yeah. than than would have used it if I'd kept it to myself, or if I'd you know charged for it or anything like that. Um, and in the end, I'm 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 sure I in the overall benefit from that process. So actually, the workshop descriptions, the you know the description of agenda shift as a framework, um, that's all that's all, all you know has long been open source, but um, it's it's we, yeah. yeah it's going and to. And I think we need to mention your to, slug uh, as well. That's one of the the most active slugs in the. HR community or transformation. I'm very proud of the agenda shift Slack. You know, as I, as I said, um, I was quite, I quite deliberately, you know, tried to invite some diverse people that represented some interesting communities in, you know, into the room. 
you know, and you know, some of those are still there as the as the community has grown, you know, substantially. Yes. Um, it's not so busy that it's overwhelming. It's, it's I think um, the liberating structure Slack is busier. Um, the map camp Slack is probably about the same level of busyness. Um, but it's, it's, it's of that order. And um, I just uh, I love the you know the quality of conversation there. Um, we you know worked hard to get the, get the tone <laughs> right. Um, you know, pluralist, charitable, all those, all those, all those kind of things. You know, so you know, if plugging single frameworks isn't the style of that. Of, is, isn't my style, and it's not the style of the generative community. Um, we do a weekly Zoom as well as a community channel with uh, with details of that. Awesome. So yeah, that's um, yeah, <laughs> one of the best things I ever did. Oh, the two best things I ever did: open sourcing awesome. uh, my resources nice. and creating cool. the Slack. I yeah. think that's uh, that's us. Thank you, Mike, so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, especially that's been you, a pleasure. You, know, you, you walked so much. early just to talk to New Zealand. <laughs> of which we appreciate very much. <laughs> I don't mind waking up early. That's all right. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, and um, I'm sure we'll hear uh, accolades <laughs> about your workshop on the 14th and 15th of oh, this month. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Good. Thank you. Okay. See you then. Bye. <laughs>